We are so excited that this latest message from Truth Movement Church can meet you where you are today. This message from TMC will help you to apply the truth of God's word to your everyday life. It's practical and powerful. Enjoy his word. Okay, so 2023 was awesome. Agree? Well, let me, let me, let me say this. Let me say it right. 2023 had its layers of foolishness. You can, I think we can admit to that. But as for the kingdom, 2023 was like awesome. Did anybody, were you able to make a note to, I had some spiritual growth in 2023. Give yourself a minute to be appreciate, to appreciate that. Like I had some spiritual growth. I came to church more in 2023 than I ever came before. I learned how to pray. I found, anybody have those? I'm saying your testimony, I'll always be here. I'll be here forever. I'm just saying like for you, did you guys have these spiritual growth moments? Okay. So some of those highlights, some of the things that TMC did for um, 2023. 2023, we had our first church-wide fast. We fasted as a family. You can tell the people that participated in that. Um, we did our first, in our, in our sacrament series, we did our first communion. We did our first communion. Um, I, this is one of my favorite ones. TMC, and we're, we are a tiny, huge family. Yeah. And we baptized 33 people in 2023. That's a big deal. We had 33 people who said, I am dying to my sin nature, coming alive in Christ Jesus as my new design, completely crossed over onto a new team. 33 people for 2023. Let's give that a hand. That's a big deal. Um, we launched our stretcher bearers group, our men's group. I think everybody's house, everybody's house who has a man in it has felt the blessing of stretcher bears. Um, we reestablished our league, our children's ministry. Every parent in here should be really excited about that. I felt like service got different when the babies started having their own service, right? Y'all are able to hear the word for yourselves. You don't need to bring snacks and all that good stuff. Games, phone games. Um, and we established our varsity, our teen ministry. Give yourselves a hand, TMC. You've been doing some great stuff, some great stuff this year. Another thing that I want to make sure that I highlight that we did that makes me really, really excited. For those of you who were at TMC in the beginning, beginning, like when we were having to set up at the elementary school and break down and sit the folding chairs out every time. Raise your hand if you were ever at that setting of TMC. You ever walk in the doors of that, of English to States, TMC? And I'm... I'm saying it because we've been blessed to grow so far, but um, on a given Sunday, if we got more than 16 people in a service, we were impressed. We were like, it was full today. <laughs> like, man, they really came out today. If we had 16 whole people to come, not even, we counting kids, little kids too, 16. But this year, we had 16 people in growth tracks alone. That means 16... People decided TMC is going to be my family. TMC is my, is my new community. 16 people um, last year. So give yourselves a hand. That's kind of a big deal. So every year we do this, I often talk about um, the business realm of things. And any business out there, I don't care if it's Apple, it can be Microsoft or whatever. If you see 10% growth, over 10% growth in a year, that was a very big year. Right. Um, it, it doesn't matter who you are. And we saw 3X, right? We saw three times the amount of people go through growth tracks than we saw a year ago. That's a blessing, right? Mm -hmm. But here's one I want you to, to, to really clap about. I want you to put this up. Um, our giving increased by 31% wow. last year. Give yourself a hand. That was you. The reason why that is big, because all of you live in the same economy that I live in. Mm -hmm. I, I, I recognized this the other day that if you drive past the grocery store without the intention of going in, it has some way of siphoning $100 out of yes. your bank account. Yes. Because it's just so expensive. Milk is $5 and eggs is $5. Well, ridiculous. $7 but, for butter. But, but listen to me. There were people in this ministry that said that we're going to put God first in a big way, regardless of what the, the, the economic status is. Mm -hmm. The greatest status is in heaven. Yeah. And I want you to give yourselves another round of applause for us growing. So one of the questions that people always have is like, well, um, church, 
where does our money go, right? Um, what are you doing with our money? And um, we want to show you where your money went last year. So if you could put up the graphic for me. Um, this is a breakdown, a pie chart of everywhere your money went last year. 51% um, of, of, of everything given uh, went to the lease of this space that we have. And just one fun fact, it wasn't a fun fact when we felt it, but our, <laughs> well, <laughs> but fun about our, it. our, our lease increased by 27%. It cost us 27% more to stay in this space, right? So you could, you could kind of look at that as like the COVID hookup. We moved in in COVID and they were like, please come in and you know, take up the space. But once everything got back normal, it's like, okay, let's get some more money. So. Um, <laughs> 51% of, of, of what you give is given to our lease. 20% is given to our music department. Who enjoys worship? Yeah. <laughs> um, 8% goes to social. Everything that we do, I'm, I'm talking from the graphics, everything that we do on social media, um, everything that we do with Planning Center, anything social is in that bucket, and we spend 8% of your money on that. 0.5% um, was, was spent on annual fees, and that is just to keep us incorporated, make sure we're a 501c3, all that good stuff, 0.5% went there. And then 9.6% went to events, meaning that money went back to you so you could have a good time whenever you showed up here. Um, when, we, when we did, we had a, a, an amazing banquet. Yeah, um, we did. Wasn't that was it beautiful. Good? So I don't know, I think it was Jordan and Cody and I were talking, and it was like, hey, listen, so we charged 20 bucks for, for everybody to come to that when it truly should have cost about 50 or $60, right? right? And, and, and the funny thing is, is that people go, oh, that church, they, they charging us to go to this thing? Yeah, because it cost. <laughs> we're in this economy, but 9.6 of your, your, what you gave in, to this ministry went back to you in the events that we do. Everything that Lit does, everything that we do for our children, everything that we do for the teens, um, all of that went back to you. And then 8.1% was spent in utilities, the lights, you know, water, all that good stuff. You know, we got to make sure we can flush the toilet when we show up here on the Sunday morning. Uh, and then 1.5% uh, went to maintenance. And that was mainly to these godforsaken ACs that we have in this building. It's just yeah, we spent about 1.5% on that. But that is every space. And there was a couple other buckets that were so small that we didn't even put them in there. They didn't show up on the graph. Uh, but that is where your money went to. Give yourself a hand. You kept your church going all year. That's a big deal. So aren't you glad that you go to a church where they can tell you where your money where your went? Where your money went. Right? You should, feel, you should sleep easy at night understanding that every dollar that you spend goes back into this ministry to try and make sure that we are developing people of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, so from, from us, I want to make sure that we appreciate every dollar that you sold into this ministry. So please make sure you give yourselves a round of applause again. <laughs> All right, let's run into 2024. Y'all ready to see what we got for 2024? Let's get it done. Do me a favor and throw up the mission, please. Our mission statement. Did you guys know that that was our mission statement? Everybody can say yes. It'd be a little embarrassing. Yeah, I, can now. Say yes, right? I can see it. Um, let me ask you this question, since you, everyone knows th this is our mission. Why would that be our mission? Raise your hand. Like, why? Just tell me real quick. Why would that be our mission? Just there's no right or wrong answer. To just create take a, a shot. space for all people. I probably will. Don't worry. <laughs> My God. I'm glad you see us as a big church. That's awesome. I like that. That's Wow. You just messed up all my points. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm like, um, wow. 
I didn't expect for it to go that way. I thought it was going to be I real didn't. simple. I didn't, but I do. I thank God for your transparency yeah. and you're willing to share that. Because I'm be honest with you, totally not on the notes. Bear with me. Sometimes as pastors, you just have to know that it worked. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, you spend a lot of time in prayer. You spend a lot of time under weight. But to hear that, like, it's, it's doing it. You know, God, you, I know you're doing what you said you would do, but you don't often get to hear it. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you being willing to be that transparent in this setting. It's worth it. So do me a favor and let's put up Matthew 28, 19. Um, what I was going to say before she wrecked my, All my of thoughts me. Um, is that um, our mission is derived from the co-mission. Um, and Jesus uh, saying to his disciples to go make disciples of all nations. Um, and that is what we're all about. Now, here's the thing. We're, we're not necessarily looking for church transfer, right? We know that will happen, but we're not after anyone who goes to a church. If you're at a church, good for you. Um, but we are seeking the unchurched, the underchurch, the de-church, and the post-church. I'll say it again. We're seeking out the unchurched, the underchurched, the de-churched, and the post-church. What does that mean, Pastor Ronzo? Because that's a whole lot of uns and these, right? We're basically seeking out those people who have not been able to connect with Jesus for whatever reason. Whether it been a bad experience at a church, whether they grew up in a household that didn't reverence God, whatever that looks like, we want to connect with the person who has not been able to connect with Jesus for whatever reason. And I think everybody in here knows someone who has not been able to connect with Jesus for whatever reason. So that includes all people. Am, am I right? What we've learned, though, is that in order to be able to carry out our mission, uh, which is to create a space where all people can come to know God, is that there has to be a high level of connectivity in our ministry. Yeah. That we all have to be connected so that when they show up, when the unchurched shows up, they can connect right away. I, I think you just said that to me. You said I felt a connection here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so here's what we're going to do, right? Th- this is what we're doing for 2024. We are going to, TMC is going to provide a 5G, a 5G connection. So what, what is a 5G, the 5G that we desperately sort of try to get on our phones, right? Uh, 5G enables a new kind of network that is designed to connect virtually everyone, shout everyone. Everyone. And everything together. That is the atmosphere that we want to create at TMC. We're going to have a five, we're going to provide a 5G connection. So, Pastor Wanza, what are you saying? That when, when, when someone walks into this place, and I want you to hear me on this, when someone walks into this place, their soul should say, I'm at home. Something inside of them should say, listen, I've been working all of my life to try and connect with God, and this is the place where I can connect. With all of my baggage, with everything that I've done, I feel like this is the place that I can connect. We are going to provide a 5G network so that we can be the connectivity from the world to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So watch this. We're not going to compromise for you to connect. Right. You see, um, 5G works this way. You better be in position so you can connect to that 5G. <laughs> you, you see, we're not going to placate. We're going to continue to teach the truth. But if you get close enough, you'll connect. You get what I'm saying? So, 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 so this year, shout this year. This year. We're providing, we're providing a, 5G a 5G connection. connection. So I can go. The first G is grow. We shall grow. grow. So we said that this year, somebody clap your hands for the fact that we're in our eighth year of ministry. Mm-hmm. We said that in this year that we were going to grow deep and we were going to grow. Oh, y'all missed that mm-hmm. Sunday. You weren't, you weren't there <laughs> that Sunday. We said, said that we were going to grow deep and we were going to grow wide. Wow. We're not looking to grow for growth's sake. Okay, we're not looking to to grow because we want to be mega. We're going to grow and we're going to be intentional about growing because Jesus himself commanded the church to grow. Let's put Matthew 28 back up on the screen. 
He says, therefore, go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. He didn't say try to make disciples. He said go. Mm -hmm. So listen to me. I, Pastor Wanzel, Pastor Tina, is not wrong for wanting this ministry to grow. Why? Because Jesus commanded the church to grow. And that is exactly what we're going to do. We are going to grow. So watch this. The deep is on us, Mm -hmm. but the wide is on you. Say it again. The deep is on Pastor Wanzel, Pastor Tina. The deep is on us. Oh, gosh, y'all. Y'all fell apart. It was confusing. The deep is on Pastor Wanzel and Pastor Tina. Yeah. And the why is on me. The deep is going to be on us. So what am I saying by that? Every Sunday that you show up here, you're going to, we are going to make sure, which we already do, is that, that we're giving you God-led instruction. Mm-hmm. We are going to teach the truth no matter what. And in addition to that, everything that we do to supplement a Sunday, we are going to make sure that it is engaging you in such a way where you can continue to grow spiritually. So here's what we've got already in, 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 on, on, doc, on deck for next year. The first workshop we're going to have, I don't know if it's, it's not in this order. but It's not in this order. I'll, I'll do that one. You got it? So like Pastor Wenzel said about growth, and that, that is on us. But your intention every Sunday that you come has to be to grow. You know what I mean? Like, we come here to see each other, yes, because we're a family. But if you purpose in your mind that everything that you're, receive, that you're giving, I'm getting to grow. You can't be the kid that's like the picky eater that's like, oh, what you're serving, I don't want that. I don't need this. Because then you only are gonna, you're only going to feast off of the things that are the candy and the sweets. And you don't grow from that. So um, one of the, I say one of the, but we've already been doing this. We're very intentional on making sure that we are implementing the workshops. You will have, I believe there's four for this year. The first workshop that we're going to be doing, well, they'll all have the topics of topics such as spiritual warfare. We'll be discussing prayer. We'll be discussing topics like um, studying to guides and habits, um, uh, worship, those type of things that you're going to need to make sure that we don't want you to just, it's different when you know a thing, but it's different when you understand it because then you know how to apply what you know. Um, The first workshop is going to be on January 20th. That's a Saturday, January 20th. Prayer and care team, it, went, it, 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 it broke through our gates. So, yeah, <laughs> it broke through our gates. So, church family, we'll be having a workshop on January 20th on the armor of God. Scripture tells us to put on the full armor of God. We hear that, we say it, but do we understand what it is, why we have to wear it, what purpose does it serve? So, I'm going to pause you for one second because it was funny to me that she did this to me. So we're talk- my wife knows I pray every single day. That, that is just going to happen. I got my space and I'm praying. So she says to me, she says, um, I don't know if we were in a car or what, but she says, um, babe, are you praying on the full armor of God? I said, well, I don't pray it on like that, but I pray it on every single day. And she's like, no, I need you to start saying the words. <laughs> Here's the thing. You don't understand, and I don't want to take it. Th- Go ahead, babe, but, but, but listen to me. <laughs> Because I'll take it. Um, You have to understand the spiritual warfare that you're in every single day. Every day. day. And if you're not prepared for the fight, you're going to lose the fight. Right. So regardless, yes, I pray on the the, the full armor of God, but I don't say out, I don't speak out those words. She is saying, Pastor Wanzel, you need to put that in your repertoire when you're talking to God and making sure that you're calling out these things so that you're prepared for the fight, specific fights. Because if I don't call out the the, the breastplate, then guess what? I'm, 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 I'm susceptible to certain attacks because I haven't called it out. Right. I was a little upset with her that she called me out like but it was necessary because, because here's the thing. I want to win every battle. And if I don't know to say the words, then I can't win. Here's what we won't be. TMC will ever be. You guys were, I guess it's a blessing kind of. In a, I guess it's a blessing in a cute package. Um, you guys have holiness pastors. We came up in the holiness church. And we were taught the word of God. Like all the other stuff was frills. But it was scripture that was taught. Nowadays, I think it's kind of gotten into other things, like it's like the word and, um, but they equipped us with the foundational truths that let us live this day out. That is so very necessary. What we won't do is bring up a generation, like we said, we have this a younger generation come. We want you to be equipped 
to what life is bringing. So we're making sure we have workshops that gives a hands-on setting, more of a conversation, interaction, um, demonstration style setting for that. Let's push to the second one. Y'all got that one? What's the first thing we're going to do? We're going to grow deep and wide. Now let's look at why. Raise your hand. Oh, I shouldn't do y'all like this. I shouldn't. Don't be, I'm not trying to be funny. This is not shade, okay? I don't feel no kind of way. But raise your hand if you follow TMC on social media. I don't want you to lie. That's why I didn't want to ask in front of everybody because I'm like, I don't really follow my church. Okay, go ahead and put your hand down. Um, this is just some self-evaluation. You don't have to answer out loud. I'm just going to throw these questions out here. Um, how often do you interact or engage with your TMC community on social media? Being like liking posts, sharing posts, DMing information back and forth um, about your church with your TMC family about ministry. Don't answer. Just think about your answer. I'm not trying to. It's not for time for shade. Um, how often um, are you sharing your spiritual growth? And I'm specifically right now talking about social media, sharing your spiritual growth, sharing. And I say that because there are so many different podcasters now that will share with you their spiritual growth as they cuss about everything that they're going through, as they are also posting right along with them, their twerk videos and fight videos right along with their ministry videos all in one reel. This is a thing. It is. Um, I ask you that because one of the most effective tools um, now is social media. So the deep, we're going to make sure that we give. The wide is on you. Are you sharing God and TMC with your community? How often are you inviting people to church and making sure they get here? Oh, I don't, the crickets, I don't, I don't know if that's a fill-away crickets or a, what it is. Inviting people to church and making sure that they get here. Not just say, hey, I want you to come, but hey, I want you to come. You need a ride? I'll arrange for us to hang out after, whatever the case, to make sure that it, it will be unfair if, I've heard, I think it was T.D. Jakes that said, um, finding the word is, is like, finding God is like one beggar telling another beggar where to find the bread. If you are in a hard place, and you find peace, and you find joy, and you find strength, and you go back into your community, your workplace, your home, and you're surrounded by other people who are struggling as well, and you don't share what you found, yeah. that's not right. Like, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I was in a dark place. I was in a hurting place. I was going through, and now I just, I just can't wait to get back to Sunday, but Sunday to Sunday, I don't tell anybody about the rescue that I found, how I found peace, how I found joy, how I found strength. We don't want to do those people. The white is on you. Amen. Let's push. What's the first? What's the first G? Grow. Grow. Let's push to the second one. Let's put Exodus three five up on the on the screen. Let's get G number two. Exodus three five. I'll read it for you. <laughs> It'll come. Um, Exodus three five says this: Do not come any closer. God said, "Take off your sandals." For the place where you are standing is holy ground. I'll read that again. God speaking to Moses said this, do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. The second G in our network is going to be the word guard. Everybody shout guard. Guard. Upon the first meeting, um, God taught Moses a very valuable lesson when it comes to the place where God allows man to enter his presence. I'm going to say that again. God teaches Moses a very powerful um, lesson when it comes to man, the place where man enters his presence. He says to him that I'm good with you entering my presence, but there are certain things that I don't want in my presence. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this, and he says just some, some sandals. Like, if, 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 if sandals were too much for God, then what makes you think that you can bring your Monday through your Saturday into the presence of God on your Sunday? Mm. So here's the thing. You say, well, Pastor Wanzo, I'm supposed to bring these things with me, and I'm supposed to. Yeah, you are, but you're supposed to be leaving them at his feet. Right. We, we oftentimes allow what just happened in the car, what happened on Friday, what happened on Saturday to impact and influence 
our, 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 our holy moment that we're supposed to be having with our king. And here's the thing. If you're so caught up on what happened on Thursday and you're distracted when you get into his presence on Sunday, you just missed your moment to change your life. We have to learn to guard our Sunday morning experience. We have to learn to guard our Sunday morning experience. Nothing can come between me and God. Listen to me. Uh, we're not talking about Birkenstocks. We're talking about like Jesus sandals, really thin sandals. And God says, that's too much in my presence. I want you to get closer than that. I, I don't want any distractions. I don't want anything to, 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 to make you detach from my presence. You have to make sure that you guard your Sunday morning experience because this is the opportunity we get to come into the presence of the one who can and will change everything. But how often, let's just be honest with each other, how often do we show up in this place just distracted? Mm. God says to Moses, listen to me, I'm inviting you in my, I want you in my presence, but that can't come into my presence. Now, if you showed up here saying, Pastor Wanzo, I got to get this off of me. I got to unload. These are burdens that I cannot carry. I get it. Lay it at your father's feet. But if you walk out of here the same way you came in, then you missed something because God showed up in this place to give you peace and to give you strength and to give you hope. And if you walked out the same way you came in, then you were distracted. Right. We have to do everything we can to guard our Sunday morning. I like the, that you use the, fact, the word guard. Do you realize that your Sunday morning experience is under attack? That long before Sunday comes, the enemy is making a scheme to make sure that whatever it is that God is, has planned for you, the appointment that he has planned for you, he has to make sure you don't get it, not get it in his fullest. He cannot stop God from doing what God is going to do. He cannot stop the spirit of God from moving. But what he can do is make you present and absent in it. So you have to guard your Sunday. You have to guard this space. There are seven days in a week. We have service on a regular Sunday, maybe an hour and a half. There are 168 hours in a week. You have an hour and a half to protect. Out of 168 hours, you have about 40 or 50 that are work. Um, that leaves, what, 118 hours left. That hour and a half has a target on it. It's your job to protect it. If you're able to freely schedule your life for 168 hours, mm -hmm. when somebody tells you they need you to do something on Sunday at 11 o'clock service, that slot is booked. If you look at it that way, then you know that this hour is an appointment that I have with God every Sunday for 52 Sundays. So don't ask me to do nothing for that hour. I can do it after, and if you catch me early enough before. But for that hour and a half, I have an appointment. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there are certain life things you can't change. Like, it's just something like, okay, there was no way around that. I, I, I have no choice. I'm not, clearly, we're not talking about that. But it's when we schedule stuff in God's time. Then we help the enemy to keep us to distract. Because guess what? you got to wait another seven days for the next Sunday to come. And if God gives us what we need in his presence. So if the peace that I need to get through my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I get in my appointment, and I come to my appointment distracted, or I missed my appointment altogether. I got to wait another seven days and I missed what I needed because I am not God and I am not omnipresent. I don't know what's coming. I'm not sovereign, but he does. And because he loves me so much and he looks out for me so well, he knows, Tina, come Wednesday, you're going to need a level of peace that you don't have. But if you get into my presence on Sunday, let me store you up from what you had to, what you had to pour out all last week. It's not going to make it into the next week. Let me refill you so that you have what you need come what's coming Thursday. If you think about your Sunday that way, you'll be more protective. You won't let the foolishness that happens in the car or when the clothes don't fit right or when the makeup don't lay right. Because you ever notice you can get dressed just fine Monday through Friday, but come Sunday morning, there is always some pre-church foolishness that makes you distracted in the atmosphere. Protect your Sunday morning experience. I'm, I'm going to go as simple as pick your clothes Saturday night. Right? Did we not learn that? I'm having to learn that. Like, I'm, I'm going to pick it on, on, on Saturday night. I'm going to cut my hair. On, I cut my own hair, so I'm going to cut it on Saturday night. I'm going to do everything that could potentially be an issue 
on Saturday. So when I get up on Sunday, I'm focused. No, I, I, listen, y'all. So many of you have missed it. 2023, you missed. We have 52 of them. You probably here for 10. No, no, you were in the building for a lot more, but you were here for 10. Right. Mm. God wants to do so much more in your life, but you got to be present for it. And you have to make sure, listen to me, I'm, I'm saying this to whoever I'm saying it to. If they keep scheduling you for Sunday, you might need to find another job. Mm. Pastor Wanza didn't say go quit your job. No, we did not say that. <laughs> say that. I'm telling you that you may need to find another job. If they keep scheduling you on a Sunday, I, mean, I need to make a career change. Because I need these moments that I have with him. I got to have these moments that I have with him. And I can't let anything distract me. Even the kids can't distract me on Sunday morning. My spouse can't distract me on Sunday morning. Jordan said, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. Somebody shout guard. Guard. Let's push the third one. Let's get our third G. Our third G is going to be the word grapple. And I got a definition for you. It's the word grapple. And it means to engage in a struggle or close encounter. Everybody shout grapple. Grapple. We must um, learn to and be willing to engage in the life struggles um, that our TMC community face. Mm -hmm. We must be willing to wrestle with their wrestling with. Um, 2023 was one of the most difficult years I've had and my family's had in our entire life. And we were able to get on top of it. We were able to stand strong through it because there were so many of you that carried us through your prayers and through your kind words. I want you to throw this picture up for me. This is a picture I got for you. Wow. That day, man. Yeah, I was wasted that day. Mm. Because at my weakest moment, I had men around me who were praying for me, who were lifting me up, who knew that I, I needed to be carried in that moment, who wrestled this thing with me. Listen to me. Believe it or not, your prayers helped me wrestle grief. That is the kind of church that we have to be and we must be. Because that is why God placed us here. We're going to learn to grapple with the things that our, 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 our community grapple with. Listen to me. When somebody shows up here hurting, I'm hurting with you. When you're broken, I'm broken with you, and we're going to get you out of this space. But, but here's the thing, and I don't want to take your, your, your space, babe, but we have to learn to be okay with sharing that we're broken. Yeah. What tends to happen, and I've, I see it all the time, well, I, I was going through something, so I didn't come to church. What? You didn't come to church? because This is the place how. that you need to come. Yeah. If you break your leg. Walking down the street, break your leg. Randomly, break your leg. You, I, no, I'm going to go to McDonald's instead of going to the hospital. I'm not going to go to the hospital because I broke my leg. I don't want to show if they're broken. Right. You would be amazed at some of the stuff that you fought and dealt with on your own and lost to last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you wouldn't show up to this place and let, listen to me. I'm hurting. I'm broken right now. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. It's easy for me to get that kind of attention because I'm the pastor. But every person in this building mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has to be extended the same love and care. Yes. Every person in this building has to be extended to the same level of care, but you've got to be present in the moment and say, listen to me, I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Because what oftentimes happens to us is that people will come to us after the marriage is, is, is done. It's done. Y'all, y'all living in the same house, but this is over. Mm-hmm. But if you would have came to us and said, listen to me, we've got some struggles and we don't know how to figure these things out. Okay, now we can help. Mm-hmm. But you want to come to us after it's all broken, it's, it's, it's shattered and y'all about to sign a divorce papers. It's too late now. What do you want us to do? You have to learn to, 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 to tap into the resource of love and to tap into the resource of care that's in this place every single Sunday. So that means, Pastor, Pastor Wanzo saying this to you, whoever you are, stop running out of that door. Hmm. Let somebody wrap their arms around you. Have a conversation with someone because you never know what that conversation is going to mean to you down the road. I have to say, the way that you guys loved us through our grieving um, it's not often, and I know you can share this in a minute, it's not often that we're on that side of it. So I did not know until that season how, how healing love is. I've always understood on the giving end of it. I knew, like, I, I knew the, the necessity of it, but being on the receiving end of it. When you are in a community, but you choose to suffer silently, you rob yourself 
of the opportunity of experiencing the healing that comes in connection. I've always said that, but I did not know that side of it until I was on that side of it. So I'm telling you this now because I know that we sit here together and we look at it and we have a good time. So it's easy to smile in here because we're having a good time. But we're aware that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there's some weight being carried. We understand that. And we are grateful that this area, this, this setting creates a space where we can, our burdens can be lifted in the presence of God and in the presence of family. But don't sit and, and suffer in silence alone. That's not community. That's not family. And no, we can't fix it. I understand that a lot of the times I say to myself, ain't no point in telling nobody because you can't change it. Like, what me telling you is only going to make you be worried about me because you can't fix it. But no, that is not true. Because I know that I have felt the prayers of my TMC family lift me and carry me through the day. I know that I have felt times that I could not pray for me. It felt like I, I knew that my TMC family was praying for me and made the light come on in the room for me. We have uh, movement groups set up for communities. There's some for young adults, some for kids, some for women, some for men. Connect to a movement group. When you connect to the movement group, it gives you a community within the larger community. That way, when things get tough, you don't have a long reach to get to somebody because I already have my little network of people. I can send a text. I can shoot it like, hey, can't get into a lot of detail, but I'm not really feeling it today. And I have somebody who can pray for me. We have a prayer and care team. If it gets to where it's like a detailed situation, hit the link, send a message, prayer and care team, this, 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 this is going on. It's a private message. You can give us the details of what it is that you need us to pray. There's a team of people who come up here and call your name out before God that pray in detail, that are taught to pray strategies towards what it is that you're needing prayer for. You don't have to do, you're not built to, none of us are built to do this thing alone. And at TMC, because we are a family, it is not just the responsibility of the leadership team to love our people. Mm -hmm. We are a family. We love each other. So if you have a brother or sister that you go, like, I ain't seen them in a couple of Sundays. I understand it's not comfortable to call them like, where you been? I understand that. That's uncomfortable. Don't do that. But when you see them, make sure that you let them know, I missed you. I was worried about you. Let me give you my number. So if ever something happens, there's a gap again, you can reach out. It's not just the leadership's job to care. We're a family. You care about your brothers and sisters. Listen, life is life outside of these doors. People are having to deal with some stuff. It might not be major, but a lot of little stuff becomes major stuff. And it is our job as a TMC family, as a community, to make sure that we got each other's back. We, are, we say this all the time. TMC is more than a church. Yeah. It's a movement. And we have to make sure that we are taking care of our family. So you've heard our heart on this, and hopefully you already knew that, right? Um, and I remember um, Pastor T and I went into, we, we do stuff like this, like we walked into this church, like on a, like a weekday, and uh, we wanted to see the facilities. They, they had just built just, a building, they had just we wanted to see it building, from the inside. And we wanted to see the inside of it, but we just walked in, we didn't tell them we were pastors, like, hey, we just wanted to you know, see what you got going on. We didn't lie, we just said, hey, check you out. And the young lady that, that gave us the tour of the facility, first off, did an amazing job. But you knew that she understood the vision of the pastor. She had the pastor's heart. Mm -hmm. When she engaged with us, you would have thought that she was the pastor of the church. She because was so she, excited. she was just so excited and she had such passion and she cared about it so much. And what I want you to understand is that this is our heart. This is how we feel about you. But that's how you got to feel about other people. Right. People have to be able to trust you and listen to me. If, 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 let me put a disclaimer out there. If you're so petty that you can't handle the truth that somebody's dealing with, then don't be that person. Don't be that person. If you can't, if you can, if they can't ever dig themselves out of that hole that they just told you that they're in, then don't be that person. But 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 we have to understand that we've got to be available for people so that so that they can get this stuff off of their shoulders. Right. That is the reason why I love stretcher bears. Stretcher bears is dope. Stretcher bears is the place where men can just come and just talk, and we talk about everything. Everything we're struggling with, everything we're going through, all of the good things off the bat, we just sit there and talk. Because here's the thing. I've learned, and I know this because I'm a man, men don't talk. You might give, you, you might give your spouse about 50% of what you truly feel. I don't want to cause no problems in your marriage. <laughs> like, get out of there. Get out of that. Be because in our mind, she's just not going to understand me. She ain't going to get it. But stretcher bears is a place where we can, we can unload this stuff. And we're just in a safe place. And you know what? All We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray with you. I know what to pray now. I got your back. All of us need that. Listen to me. I didn't know I needed it 
until that happened. And I'm not saying, here's the thing, I don't want something so, um, so deep as death to be the situation where you finally say, okay, I'm going to embrace my community. No, 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 no. I just had a bad week. Right. It didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. And you embrace your community and you let someone, it, here's a question for you. Um, raise your hand if you're a woman. Raise your hand. Raise it high. Oh, yeah. Okay, I can't count every hand in here. But I know, Portia, you should have at least that many women at the next women's movement. You should. 18 to 26, raise your hand real quick. Just throw them up, throw them up. Cody, you should have that many young adults at the next movement. At this, this coffee conversation, you should have that many people because we have to build the community. Sunday morning is not enough. Be mindful that the enemy will give you a script to tell you, well, nobody noticed that you were going through. You were going through and nobody noticed. Did you say anything? Because there is this thing where, you be, where it will make you be distant. But when you, when you get distant, you get distant. Yeah. So it's one of those things like, I'm here enough. Please see that something's wrong with me. It's like going to the doctor. And, and don't get me wrong. That's not that we we want to make sure that we have eyes and make sure that, hey, you know what? You, you, you're moving a little different than you used to. I just want to check on you, make sure you're good. We still are obligated to do that. But if you go to the doctor and something is wrong, and you go sit in his office and you sit there, just sit by him. I just wanted to be, I just came to see him. But you never tell him because, you know, Lord, what, what, you know, um, sir, what is going on is so private. I don't really want to come out and say, how will he know? Don't let the enemy close your mouth when the love is in the community that he placed you in. You don't have, if you want, like, I don't want to give detail. I don't need a whole lot going to just say, you know what? Look, I'm not good right now. I'm just letting you know I'm not good. And that's enough. To make sure that you hit the radar of your family. Amen. Let's get the next one. Number four. four the fourth G. Uh, let's go to, to Acts 32. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Let's not do that. Let's, we'll, we'll do the fourth G. Um, the fourth G is going to be the word give. Everybody shout give. Give. So now we talked earlier that in 2023 um, we had a 31% increase in giving. I think that deserves another round of applause. With the 31% increase in giving, um, in 2023, we only had 21.8% of, of, of those that call this place home tithe. Mm. So remember, I think it was back in October, November-ish, I got up here and I started talking about the 21% and that was a national average. Well, I hadn't done the math on our ministry yet. <laughs> <laughs> but the math worked out to be 21.8% of, of, of those of us who call this place home actually tithe to this ministry. 21.8%. So you ask yourself, well, Pastor Wanzo, how do we have a 31% increase, right, with only 21.8% of the people tithing to this ministry? And there, there was two things that took place. Um, the first thing was is that we had uh, 40 new givers give to this ministry. Ooh. If you received your, your giving statement, there was a link on there where you can get this little cool information. Um, raise your hand if you got your giving statement in the email. Um, if not, go check, check your email because you check your sent email. to you. We sent them out last, last week. Um, but we put a little infograph in there where it kind of explained all of the details and the highlights of the year. But one of the things we called out was the fact that we had 40 new givers give to this ministry for the first time last year. Now, we don't know if they just gave one time or they gave or they continued to give, but we had 40 new givers, right? Well, that was the first thing that took place. But the second thing that took place was this, is that those who were already tithing gave more. Hmm. That didn't, it, you didn't get it. The tithers gave more last year. So that means that the principle of tithe is true. Because one of two things happened in that person's life. I'm going to explain it to you. Either God made room. Mm. Come on. He cleared off some debt. He gave them more room to be able to give, right? Or they got an increase. Come on. Either way it works, those who gave was able to give more because they gave. Wow. I looked at that and I said, God, you just gave me a layup. <laughs> those who tithed last year was able to give more than they gave the year previous because they tithed. One of two things is going to happen. He's going to make room. He's going to clear up some debt that you had. 
He's going to give, he's, he's going to give you the, the, the understanding that you need to make sure that your manager of finance is better. You, you can become a good steward. Or, or, and or, somebody in the building got an increase. Thank you, Lord. Either way that works, the principle of tithe is killing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now here's the direction for our ministry. We gave, or there was 21.8% of our ministry gave a tithe and an offering, meaning on a regular basis, they gave on a rhythm. Y'all snap with me. I always do the snap with me. That's what tithe looks like. That's what it feels like coming out of your bank account. It's on a rhythm, right? 21.8% gave. Well, this year, for 2024, our goal is to make sure that we have at least 44% of our ministry tithing and offering on a regular basis. 44% of our ministry giving a tithe and an offering on a regular basis. That means that for some of you guys, this is going to be the first time. And you're saying to yourself, well, Pastor Wons, I don't truly know what that means. We're going to talk about tithing and offering in a little bit uh, over the next couple of weeks. But if you need to have a conversation with me right now after church so I can explain it to you and what that looks like, I'll do that. But for this ministry, next year, we're going to see double-digit growth in the number of people. I'm not talking about dollars and cents. I'm talking about the number of people. Mm-hmm. You see, you get caught up on dollars. I'm caught up on the number of people. Right. Because that, listen to me, that shows obedience. That shows that I'm, that I'm putting the kingdom first. So I'm talking about people. Mm-hmm. And the same blessing, oh gosh, or the same blessing that was on those, those people who gave a tithe and an offering to this ministry in 2023 will be upon your life. Go have a conversation. Devin says all the time when he's up here, come have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. No, I dare you to go have a conversation with them too about where God has brought them from. As a matter of fact, have a conversation with me and Pastor Tina. Oh, listen. Check this out. I got a good one for you. We tithe more last year then we made the first year we were married. That's good. I'm going to say that again because you didn't guess that. We gave more to the ministry than we made in our first year of marriage. Thank you. She was working and I was working two jobs. Two jobs. Those, I'm going to say that in Spanish. Listen to me. The principle of tithe works. And for this ministry, you're going to hear it more than one time because I'm putting it in the ear of the two men, or actually the three, the two men that come up here and talk about tithe on a regular basis. 44% of this ministry is going to give a tithe and an offering to this ministry on a regular basis. Now, here's the thing. People get a tithe and they're like, the pastor in my pocket. Won't God do that? That's your pocket. <laughs> you know. You know your obedience or not to God. It is not our job to go calculate it and figure out, are you doing, should you do? That's between you and God. But if you want the equation, this is what you need to do. Look at what you make a year. Just to see if you want to see where you fall. Look at the number you make a year. And then ask yourself, or go on that giving statement, because it's all there. Look at that number and see what you gave last year and say, did I give 10% of that? And if you found that you fell short, Okay, God, I'm sorry. I'm going to get this right this year. I'll do yeah. better this year. If you found out you went over, praise God. I had a year of abundance, and I want to do more after that. Because God then makes room for me to be able to do more yeah. when I want to do more. So scripture says, and I'm not going to keep going. Scripture says that he gives seed to the to sower. The sower. Yeah. To the sower. That part. So if that you're going to keep what he gives you, he ain't going to give you no more. But if you sow, he gives seed to the sower. Listen, y'all, and I used to say this all the time when I was working in corporate. We have our own business now, and it's, the business is doing okay. But, but, but when I was in corporate, I didn't go ask for a raise. I never went and asked for a raise, not one time, because I'm a sower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So check this out. Whether you like me or not, you got to give me that money. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to increase my money because I sold. Yeah. I never not once went and asked for, for an increase. I didn't, I didn't go ask for a promotion, none of that. They came and sought me out. Yeah. Oh, God's first. Oh, okay. I'm going to give the whole service. Listen, do it. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Long and short of it, because this time of this topic comes up and people feel away. I get it. When it comes to money and church and what's the church doing with my money and what's the pastor doing with my money and every other excuse the enemy has given us to have a problem with giving to everything to anything but God. Because what we pay for other stuff, we don't ever have no thought about. What we sow into and support is never a thing, but only when it comes to church and giving, then we got questions of what they're doing with my money, why I got to give it, and all that good stuff. This is between you and God. God requires us to tithe. Is obedience or disobedience? There's not a gray. 
It's just it is. Pray about it. If, it's, if pray about it, if you need to repent about it, repent about it, and then make a plan for you to set yourself up to be in the in the position to do different this um, 2024. I think yours, yours is bigger than mine. I'm swiping up and you're swiping down. <laughs> Clearly, we I'm can't sorry. share. I lost. So um, this year, I know Pastor Wanzel had brought up last Sunday, I think, New Year's Eve Sunday, that at the end of this month, we're going to be doing what's called a first fruit offering. It's a sacrificial offering. It's so funny. I, he said that. He said a sacrificial offering. And one of my kids came to me and was like, sacrificial offering. Let's talk about that. Like, clearly we're not talking about sacrifice. We're not, we're not doing that. They're like, is, this, is there blood involved? No. What are you saying? No, there's not blood involved in this. I can believe that's where they took it. No. Sacrificial offering is aside from your tithe and aside from what you would just regularly give. And it is intentional that I am giving this from my sacrifice. The same energy we bring to Christmas shopping. And I know this year Christmas shopping for because it, it, Christmas shopping in this economy was a stretch. But you have to purpose and plan for that. Like I want to make sure that I'm, I'm sowing into it so that when we come together on, this last, on that last Sunday, we're able to present to God our gift that we sow for, we, we saved for, we built up. We did this with anticipation, with intention. We're intentional about what we are giving. God, I don't want to just give you what I have left. I'm planning now mm -hmm. for this. I'm, I'm, I'm making an effort to what I want to offer you on that Sunday. So go ahead and purpose your heart. Pray about it. I say pray about it, but I feel like when these things happen, you already know. You, you, you can feel in your spirit what you want to give. And for some of us, I'm like, God, I never gave anything that much. But I want, I want to be able to sow in obedience in that. Let's push. Let's get the fifth G. Fifth and final G of our 5G network next year. Uh, and this is going to be the word great. I'm going to shout great. Great. I was <clears throat> talking with a gentleman a few months ago. Um, and I was asking him, um, was him and his family attending church where he lived? Uh, and he says to me, well, no, we're not attending church, but that's not due to a lack of churches in our area. And he said this, and it just stuck in my brain. He says, where we live, churches are like McDonald's. They're on every corner. And our discussion didn't go this direction, but I'm going to tell you where my brain went. Um, there is basically a McDonald's on every corner. Mm -hmm. um, but I personally drive past every single McDonald's that I see because there's nothing in a McDonald's that I want. For Pastor Wanzel, and this is nothing against you if you eat at McDonald's. If, if you force me to eat at McDonald's, like I think Cody just, he just brought, like he was supposed to be getting me some lunch one day, and he brought me back McDonald's. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> If you force me to eat McDonald's, I'll eat it. I love their french fries. They're iconic. They're great. They're amazing. But everything else just kind of bothers me a little bit because it's just a problem for me. But, but there, there's going to have to be like a, a shortage for me to choose and to prefer McDonald's. Because for me, there, McDonald's is not my preference. So I'm just going to drive past the McDonald's every single time I see one because there's nothing in it for me that I prefer. We, Truth Movement Church, want to be the church of preference. Mm -hmm. We want to be the church that you wake up on a Sunday morning excited to get to because you know that God is going to meet you in that place. You're going to do whatever necessary to make sure that you can be here because this is the place where God has planted me and this is the place where God is feeding me. And I'm going to do everything possible to make sure that I am here on a Sunday morning so I can experience it with the rest of my TMC family. Mm -hmm. Somebody shout, we want to be the church of preference. We want to be the church of preference. Now, here's the thing. That doesn't happen if we're good. We got to be great. I'm going to say that again. That doesn't happen if we're good. We've got to be great. This, again, this is Pastor Wanzo's preference. I love Eddie V. Mm -hmm. If you want to buy me a gift card. When you get me a meal, you can hook Pastor Wanzel up. I was telling somebody the other day, I go to Eddie V's like once a year, and if somebody, and typically it's free. Because um, have so much money. But I prefer Eddie V's because here's the thing: they do things with a certain level of excellence. Mm -hmm. 
They cook, they cook their steak. Don't do way. that while we're on a fast. Don't even oh, go there. I'm sorry, I forgot. What are you doing? He was about to start describing it. What? Siri, who's going into detail and everything? We got to be stronger than that, people. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't let the devil use you. But we want to be the church of preference. In order for us to be able to do that, we can't just be good on a Sunday morning. We, we, we just can't do okay on a Sunday morning. We got to deliver excellence every single time. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a few things that we want to do this year that we are going to do this year, and I'm going to throw them up on the board for you so we can all understand what's getting ready to happen. Um, the first things that we, the, the few things that we want to make great, we want to add some additional seating. Um, I don't know if you feel it or not, but um, we have to jockey around seats almost every Sunday for, so, so people can sit down. Do you see us doing that? Like, That's no. a big deal. Get, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, if you was at English Estates with us, you would understand why that's a big deal. Camille, Camille we said set it was out room, those man. chairs for nobody to sit in. It was that's petty room at English Estates. Yeah. Um, but we want to add some additional seating and get rid of some of the, the temporary seating that we have in the back um, so that we can make sure that everybody gets here and has a seat. Now, here's the thing. You better start getting here on time. Right. If you want your seat. <laughs> your seat. <laughs> you want your seat. Uh, and you want a preference, make sure you get here on time. I'm going to take your seat specifically, DeAndre. I'm taking your seat. That's yours. Um, but you need to start getting on time. But we, the, one of the things that we want to, and this is in no order, but we want to add additional seating. The second thing we want to do is do some facility upgrades. Um, we want to, 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 to really address our auxiliary room, auxiliary room uh, and our children's room. Uh, we want to upgrade the space so that when we have an event here, you're excited about being there and it's done with a level of excellence. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to address the floors. We want to address the ceiling. We're going to do everything. Um, and then we want to address our audio and visual. We want to do some audio and visual upgrades. Um, in case you didn't catch it or not, or catch this, um, we started out as a mobile church, meaning that every single week we tore down and every single week we set up. Everybody kind of shake their head. They remember they that. They remember them days. Um, it was some work. And we bought audio and visuals so that we could do that easily. So when we moved into this space, we just used the same stuff that we had eight years ago. Y'all yeah. ain't catch that. We didn't upgrade, upgrade anything. We just brought that same stuff into this space and started using it all over again. So there's some upgrades that we have to make to the board and to our visual to make sure that we're doing things in the way that we want to do them. And then the, the fourth piece is to enhance our online experience. Um, we have people, and you don't know this, we all know this, but we have people um, that sow into our ministry, give a tithe and an offering to this ministry that don't show up here on a Sunday morning. Say they, that are, again. they are legit online. They are members. legit online members. They do not come to this place on a Sunday morning, and they give to us religiously. They give, they sow into this ministry on a weekly basis, and we want to make sure that we're servicing those people who are sowing into this ministry. We want them to have the best experience possible online if they can't show up here. Yes, we have online members in Portugal, in Korea. It's and, all over the place. Yeah, there's a couple different places that are they are on TMC online family. They sow into the ministry. They tune in every week. We want to make sure that that experience that we they have is a good one. So, in case you didn't know it, um, our cameras got stolen about a, about a few months ago. Mm -hmm. It's been a few months. Yeah. Oh, that was what I felt when it got yeah. stolen. Um, awe and anger. Awe and anger. Um, but I can guarantee you, their life has changed since they took them cameras. It is. Stuff just ain't working for them mm -hmm. for some reason. Can't test the um, Lord's stuff. No, you can't. Um, but we have to make some upgrades there, and we want to make sure that we are producing, we're putting out a good product when we put it out online. Mm -hmm. um, I think, here's the thing, and you have to understand something about uh, Pastor Tina and I. We're going to do what we got to do until we can do what we want to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so we're getting out of the space where we got to do it like that. We got to do it better. Does that sound good? I want you to have a, to a mental note of everything that we talked about we, that we want to do this year because you're going to play a role in that. Um, some of it we're going to come up here and do together. Some of it we're going to have somebody come in and do um, and, and different things like that. But this is everything that you can ex expect from our ministry this year. I like that you tied up. We're, we're getting ready to wrap up. But um, it's time to be great. I feel like TMC is one of the best churches. I really do. I look forward to y'all. I've been in church all my life. I think I was probably born on a pew somewhere. And this experience, God allowing me to live this experience with my TMC family is, it's like it messed you up because what would I do now? Like if something happened and I couldn't be here and here, like what would I, what would I do? There's not a, anything that could replace TMC. I'm not going to find this family nowhere else. I'm not. Um, 
But it's time to be great. It's been good. We've done really good. But it's time to be great. And that onus is not just on us as your pastors. This is a, a, a family project. It's time for us to upgrade our lives. It's time for us to upgrade our ministry. It's time for us to upgrade the family. Everything's going up 2024. Thank you for streaming the latest message from Truth Movement Church. We pray that you found something in God's word that you can deposit into your heart for future use. To stay connected with our ministry, like us on Facebook or Instagram, or learn more about us by visiting www.truthmovementchurch.org.